0: Here we go. It's another big week in the NFL for the Denver Broncos. This is the Broncos Wire podcast powered by USA Today Sports. Now, your host, Ryan O'Leary and Broncos Wire editor, John Heath.
1: Welcome to the show. A show for us, John, that really needs no introduction because the Broncos have a franchise quarterback. And that's Russell Wilson coming to the mile high via trade. Give me your leadoff thought here. We're we're about a little around 24 hours since that news broke. You slept on it. Give me your leadoff thought, John, on Russell Wilson being the quarterback of your Denver Broncos.
2: My leadoff thought for you, Ryan, is who's Aaron Rodgers? (laughs) Never heard of Aaron Rodgers. Get lost, Aaron Rodgers. We got a quarterback that's five years younger And uh, I don't know if the price is comparable may have even been a cheaper price. And like, I'm super, super biased because I love mobile quarterbacks. And like for years in Madden, if I ever play Madden, it's rare now because I hate what they've done to the game. But whenever I play Madden, I always play with the Seahawks and I play with the Seahawks because of Russell Wilson. Like he was already one of my favorite quarterbacks in the NFL. I just love the way he keeps plays alive. I like his personality. Like he's a little cheesy. But he strikes me as like a really good leader, a nice, fun guy, and like a little bit different than Aaron Rodgers in some ways in that regard. Mm -hmm. It just, he just, the Broncos now, they have a chance. Like, I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl this year, but they definitely have a chance. And since Peyton Manning retired, like maybe in 2016, I thought if you get to the playoffs, who knows what could happen. But then, like, that quickly turned into okay, we're not doing anything without having a real quarterback. Like Trevor Simeon, like respect to him, but it just wasn't good enough. And so, ever since Peyton Manning retired, the Broncos they just haven't been taken seriously. They haven't been able to beat the Chiefs. Like I see so many people on Twitter that have so much ignorance about the Broncos talking about this trade. Like, why would Wilson go there? The Broncos don't have any pieces. And I'm like, what are you talking about? They don't have any pieces. It's because nobody watches the Broncos. It's because they had no. They had one scheduled prime time game last year. The, like the Broncos were irrelevant. And now they're finally gonna be relevant again. They're finally gonna have a franchise quarterback. Like you know they're gonna have at least five primetime games, maybe six prime time games this year. I bet they'll even play the Rams in the season opener. And like with a quarterback like Russell Wilson, you have a chance. Like the Broncos, they better get to the playoffs. And when you get to the playoffs, anything could happen. They still have a good defense. Like, yes, they don't have Von Miller maybe he might be able to came back but even we'll if he does it, you know yep. you got you got Pat Sertan you got Justin Simmons he's got Corlin Sutton he's got Jerry Judy he's got Tim Patrick he's got KJ Hamler he's got Javante Williams maybe they bring back Melvin Gordon you plug in a right tackle you can either sign one or draft one and to me the offensive line is set like I think the offensive line is one player away from being a top actually it probably was a top 10 unit last year and now if you add a right tackle like the O line is set, In Seattle, their offensive line was garbage. Wilson, so many times, had to create extend plays and keep things alive, and he's just so good at that. And in Denver, like the offensive line is not going to be perfect, so he can still continue to keep plays alive. It just, as you can tell from my my voice, Ryan, I'm just so excited about Fired it. Up. I, like, I love it. It was hard to sleep last night, and waking up this morning, it was like, I, it's just, it's wonderful.
1: Yeah, my favorite uh, Wilson take that I've heard or, or seeing on social media and stuff is uh, that Wilson has only been good in his career with Seattle when they had a great defense, best in the league, and a great run game. Well, that's I'm, convenient. I'm like, well, that's good because Denver's a great landing spot then because they have all that <laughs> going on. So, yeah, I think when, when we were exchanging emails and I was trying to wrap my head around this because I was so prepared for it to be Rodgers. I, I just thought that was coming. Nathaniel Hackett's there. every you know, All the, the lead-up on Monday was like, oh, this decision is coming on Tuesday. and. It's either Green Bay or Denver, and we all kind of expected eh, it's probably going to be Rodgers to Denver, right? Uh, I, I think the, there's two emotions that you should be feeling right now if you're Broncos country, and that is excitement and relief. Relief, yep. John. Because I, <laughs> we talked about this back in November when uh, Von Miller got traded. We were talking about all this draft capital the Broncos had, all this uh, cap room. We said uh, something's coming, right? And we talked about Russell Wilson. He's just—he's a franchise guy who's 33 years old. As you said, yes, rushing component to his game, extending plays. He's a leader. I—I I feel like he's all about winning. he will talk about his faith, right? He'll do that thing post game. He's just a team guy. Whereas Aaron Rodgers is 38. He isn't he—he's kind of going to be contemplating retirement. I think here as we go, maybe every year or two, uh, after he does that annual postseason cleanse. When, when he get, he rubs himself with clay for a week or whatever the hell he's doing, um, he's also going to demand to be the highest paid player, like Green Bay had to do to keep him. He's going to talk about himself all the time and worry about his MVPs and care about that because that's just who Rogers is. He's kind of a narcissist. He's kind of an a hole. He annoys the hell out of me. You know that. Uh, and I and I do. I promise Broncos fans that the price, although it was very steep for Wilson, and, I, and we're going to talk about it. I think it would have cost you more to acquire Rodgers. And if you did acquire Rodgers, you'd feel a little dirty right now, right? Because I think you would have to... First of all, you would have had to add a third first-round pick. I I think that first-rounder in 2024 is gone if this trade was for Rodgers. On top of all the other draft compensation and multiple players, and also, John... You would have had to sell your soul a little bit, right? You would have had to sell your soul a little bit to get Aaron Rodgers. And you would, and also you would have sold your ability to be liked by the common fan, right? I think Aaron Rodgers would have made you hateable. And with Russell Wilson, John, for some reason, I woke up this morning being like, Denver might be the most likeable. I can't wait to watch Denver next year. I can't wait to see how. Wilson meshes with those young receivers, Judy and Sutton, who you you get to keep, right? And Javante Williams in his second year, like, this is going to be a fun, easy to root for team going up in in a really tough division, right? Going up against Justin Herbert twice, Patrick Mahomes twice. Like, let's go. It's going to be theater. It's going to be fun. I can't wait. And I think Wilson over Rodgers, you get all of that. I think it would have been a different tone today, obviously. You know how I feel about Rodgers coming to Denver. I've been (laughs) anti that. Uh, and I just feel like, man, this was always the best case scenario, and it happened. And ha- how often does life in life does that happen, John? The best oh case my scenario goodness, happened.
2: not enough. And
1: that's it. That's that's where I'm. That's what I'm saying. The best the best case scenario uh, happened. Um, and I, you know, I'm not saying that Rodgers isn't the best quarterback in football right now. He is. He definitely is. And good for George Payton for picking up the phone and, and you know all the pr that comes out saying that oh no the broncos coming out and saying we didn't even we didn't even talk to green bay about rodgers it was all about wilson yeah that's baloney right they were they were in on rodgers if rodgers wanted to come to denver he probably would be a bronco but again i i just i love the end result john i just love the end result i'm so glad wilson's a bronco it was the best case scenario
2: yeah i agree with you i i thought too that it was going to be rodgers cuz dating all the way back to last year's nfl draft they were trying to get him and the Packers were like, no, we're not doing it. And then at the once pa- Rodgers ended up back with the Packers, NFL Network was like, well, maybe Rodgers will leave next offseason. And I was like, OK, well, the Broncos tried. Maybe they'll try again. And then NFL Network, again, just a few days ago, was like, Rodgers is really torn. It's either come down to the Broncos or the Packers. And I was like, oh, wow, Rodgers is really going to end up in Denver, instantly. And then the decision came out, and I was like, "Well, that's a huge bummer." And I literally, Ryan, I was writing a draft, and I had just gotten to the end of it, and I was just saving it. It, it was something like, "The Broncos aren't getting Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Russell Wilson should be Plan B," something like that. I was saving, it. and then literally, yeah. a text came up on my phone from <laughs> uh, NFL Network that they were trading for Wilson, and I was like, oh, "Just a my gorgeous, gorgeous, text." <laughs> it, it was so exciting, and like. I agree with everything you said, but one of the biggest things to me is he's five years younger than Rodgers. And like you said, probably every year going forward, Rodgers is going to be like, I don't know, I might retire. And at some point he is going to retire. And I feel like Wilson, he could have five good years left of him. Like if he plays as long as he says he wants to, he could have eight, 10 years left of him. Like that might be a little, a little bit far out, but like, I feel like it's not unreasonable to think he's got five good years left in him. And I just, to me that's just so exciting and like you said i just he's a he's a more exciting player to me well i don't know if he's more exciting i like the style that he plays well or the rodgers does move around but it's just i don't know there's something around about wilson spinning around in the pocket and keeping things alive it's just so fun to watch his personality is fun like you said i agree that he's going to make the broncos so much more likable than rodgers would have and i agree that like this is the best case scenario like we talked about it Like I didn't think it would happen just because I didn't think the Seahawks would part with him. I didn't know how serious Russell was about leaving. And I didn't know if the Broncos would be one of his preferred destinations, but supposedly NFL network has said he was the team he wanted to, the Broncos were the team he wanted to go to. So that just makes me so excited. Like, like, yes, like all these fans of other teams, like why in the world do you want to go there? And I'm like, if Wilson himself handpicked the Broncos, like that's got to tell you something. Like he knows football. He knows what that defense has. He knows what weapons they have on offense. He knows Nathaniel Hackett, you know, he got the best out of Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers had back to back MVP seasons. I don't know if that's necessarily a coincidence. Like I think Hackett could be a really good fit for him. I it's exciting times in Denver.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it makes sense to me why Wilson would want to come to Denver. First of all, that's a great home field advantage if we can ever get back to the freaking playoffs. Uh, it's a great stadium, great fan base. Again, yeah, you mentioned it. The coach, offensive minded coach, great defense, good young weapons. Uh, good, you know, beautiful
2: good, Colorado.
1: Yeah, good running back. Great place to live. Great place to raise a family. I know Wilson's been talking just ask about
2: Peyton Manning. Yeah,
1: you know Russell wants to have more kids. I think he's been talking about that too. It's it's all that. Uh, and and it, just another thing that I was thinking about. In terms of like the Rogers or Wilson thing too, is the contract that Rogers got right? He just signed, or I guess it's not official yet, but it, it's been reported that he's going to get a record four-year, two hundred million dollar extension. Uh, and I do think, and Wilson's coming over. I think his cap hits the next two years, John, are going to be extremely manageable. Now, I don't extremely. I think they're manageable. Now, I'm sure the Broncos are going to give him more money or some, they're going to do something with this contract. I don't think they're just going to play out Russell Wilson. He's going to get an extension or something. So I don't want to go into, into that too much. But I do feel like Rodgers is that guy where he's like, he wants to be the highest paid player in the NFL, especially coming off of back-to-back MVP seasons. I don't really hate on him for that. I, I mean, as much as I pick on him, I don't think he's stupid. And when I look at this situation, I think Rodgers – he always had this big extension in mind, and I, and I think if he couldn't get this big extension, he was probably going to retire. It's just an opinion on my my part. When you look at this situation, the Broncos' ownership is kind of in flux. We're, we're waiting to see what how that thing plays out, and the Packers are a nonprofit. They don't have ownership, so and Rodgers has gotten these like huge front-loaded, guaranteed you know uh, money in these contracts up front. Uh, before, I think he got like $90 million in, in the first two years of his last big extension or something like that. It's going to be something like that with this one, too. There's something there with the no-ownership, nonprofit thing where Rodgers knows he can get more front-loaded guaranteed money up front from Green Bay. It's just easier for Green Bay to do it. They, you don't have to worry about an owner trying to cut those checks and line the pockets. I'm telling you there's something there. I'm not smart enough to know it all, all the business. But I think it's smart business by Rodgers. And I do think for all the Broncos fans that were rooting for Rodgers and are maybe disappointed, I don't know how you could be, but if you're disappointed, I do think there's a possibility, John, that he was using Denver as leverage to stay in green Bay. Cause he knew green Bay was the best case scenario for him to get that big extension, that one big payday before he does retire. So I do think he might've used uh, the Broncos as leverage a little bit. I'm not saying it wasn't completely genuine that he wanted to, he would have played in Denver and followed Hackett over there. But I think it's, it's, you know, my, my gut instinct says he probably used Denver as leverage to get this big deal that he wanted out of Green Bay. And four years, $200 million. Whew! That is a contract right there. That That's wild. I don't know if he gets that in Denver. Yeah,
2: I I definitely think that he at least in part used it as leverage. I think probably when Rogers announced that he was staying in Green Bay, I think probably most Broncos fans had that thought like, wh- okay, what was this all about? Were you just, you know, trying to tell the Packers like, Hey, I'm serious. I'll go to Denver. You know, Denver will pay me. I'll go reunite with my coach. You better pay up. And so I definitely think that was a factor. I wouldn't be surprised if Rogers really did consider going to Denver, but like you're saying, I feel like it, the end goal, the end goal, objective for Rogers. To me, it seems like all along, this is what he wanted. So like you're saying again, it's like, okay, maybe we kind of uh, lucked out a little bit that Rogers didn't work out because supposedly there are outlets reporting that the Broncos were seriously considering both Rogers and Wilson. And once that they found out that Rogers was staying in green Bay, that's when they turned their attention to Wilson and went full in on Wilson after I believe, they, I believe that. Yeah. So I, I don't know how much Rodgers – was he leading them on from the very beginning? I don't know. But I definitely think it was definitely a contributing factor that he just wanted to leverage Denver's interest.
1: Oh, man, it's just so delicious. Russell Wilson's a a Bronco and Aaron Rodgers is a Packer. And we can all get on with our lives and we have the quarterback and now we can just cover the team, John. It's just – it's so good. It's so good. And and let's talk a little bit about the compensation because I did see some stuff out there. Some Broncos fans are wondering, who won this trade? Did the Broncos give up too much? And let's just say, you know, first and and foremost, they gave up a lot, right? It costs a lot to get a franchise quarterback like Russell Wilson. But this is kind of an unprecedented situation. A, A quarterback as good as Russell Wilson at his age, he's only 33. He's won a Super Bowl. He's been to two. Like... These guys don't move very often. It's hard to get these guys to move when they're this age, maybe when they get later in their career. But it's hard to pull a trade like this. So it's going to cost a lot. Uh, just looking at it, John, although it's a lot, um, I'm glad they only gave up two first-round picks. I- I'm glad the Broncos still have that that first-rounder in 2024. Giving up the number nine overall selection is tough, but obviously that's in the deal. Uh, but you look at this. like They still have seven picks in the first six rounds. So the Broncos, st- I mean, starting with that late second rounder that they got from the Rams. So they're going to be able to make draft picks. They're going to be able to bring in a very good draft class if they want. They could move up because they have picks to package and move up. They could move back and acquire more for 2023, which I think you're going to feel it in terms of the draft. I don't know how much we're even going to care about the draft this year, John. We're so excited about <laughs> Russell Wilson. We're trying to get that Russell Wilson jersey or whatever. But I think in 2023 – the buzz of this will kind of have been long gone now. We'll be used to it. And in 2023, you don't have your first or second round pick. You're going to feel it in 2023. So you could move back and acquire more picks for 2023 to help yourself out there. There's a lot of different directions this thing could go. But when I look at the draft compensation, it's not hurting me as much as I thought it would. Right? If you gave up three first rounders, second rounders, and more, and all that things like we were kind of expecting for Rogers, I think it would hurt a little bit more. But I'm looking at this. I'm looking at their board, that what they have going into this draft here coming up in April and I I don't mind it. I think it's okay. I think I think it's more than reasonable.
2: Yep. I, I completely agree. I'm fine with it. I'm absolutely fine with the conversation. I'm super biased because I love Russell Wilson, but I think the Broncos easily won the trade. Like It's a little too early because we don't know how the Seahawks will use those picks. We don't know what's going to happen with Wilson and Denver, but just at this very moment, I think Denver won the trade because they still have a second round pick this year. They still have three third round picks. And like you're saying, you we know george payton is going to make more trades like he yeah. might get a couple of trades he might like move down a little bit he might get picks next year and then next year he might use those extra picks to trade up a little bit like i don't think we're going to even be that worried in 2023 about their draft capital because payton stockpiles picks he loves to do that so He's i think they're going to yep. be i think they're going to be fine next year and this year like yes it's not until the bottom of the second but it's still you got a second round pick And you got two third round picks. It's not like the Rams. Like I told you last fall, uh, like I didn't mind what the Rams were doing. I like that they're going all in and being aggressive because they want to win the Super Bowl. And that's the objective. Like I'm okay with trading future picks for trying to win the Super Bowl now. And the Broncos, like they're not even doing it to the extent that the Rams did it. So I'm I'm completely okay with the compensation with the picks. And then with the players like Drew Locke that's fine like we got russell wilson we it doesn't matter who our backup is Like right now it's drew man i'm sure they'll bring in another quarterback but like there was no reason to keep drew lock here and all his hardcore fans being upset about him like he's gonna have a chance in seattle we'll see if he takes advantage of it but that don't care about well i mean i don't mean to be mean but like (laughs) we've seen that movie john
1: we know how that ends
2: (laughs) i'm not bothered that he was part of it shelby harris It's a little bit of a disappointment because he's a very good player, but also just a great guy and a fan favorite. Like Shelby Harris is great. Like everybody in Denver loves Shelby Harris, but he's turning 31 this offseason. He's got a little bit of a high salary cap hit and like, I love him, but he's getting closer to the end of his career and he's getting closer to being out of contract. So uh, like, it's a bummer to lose him, but it's not the end of the world. I'll trade him for Russell Wilson any day. And then Noah Fant, he's the most, in my mind, because he's young and promising, a a promising young tight end, he's the most notable player they got up. And again, like it's a bummer, but for a franchise quarterback, I'd trade him any day. Like he, he might be a top 10, Tight end in the NFL right now. But like I I'm okay with Fant going. It's it's a bummer that he's talented, but you take a franchise quarterback 10 times out of 10. And Alberto, like they really like Albert o. He might have a little bit of a mini breakout season, but more recently, Wilson hasn't really featured his tight ends that much. So I don't know that the Broncos really have to have a marquee tight end, especially when they have three, four really nice tight or wide receivers. And a good run game, like I, I'm perfectly fine with the compensation for him.
1: Yeah, Wilson, he'll torture with his wide receivers. That's what he's done for years with Metcalf and Lockett. Right? I mean, you know, get these Broncos receivers on your fantasy team. Even though Cortland Sutton drove me crazy this year the fantasy <laughs> team, John, you got to get these guys. Uh, Drew Lock being part of the deal, I thought was was kind of funny. Just for you know, just you can go back to previous uh, episodes we've done. We've done plenty of Drew Lock talk. <laughs> But I think my favorite part of the deal was this fourth round pick the Broncos got yes. for the fifth. It's like yes. they were. How did that work, right? They're they're kind of at the end of the trade talk, and it's like, oh man, I'm, I'm not quite there. It's like, all right, let's let's just freaking swap a fourth for a fifth and be done with it. All right, deal. You got a deal. Like, how did that play out? I think that fourth for a fifth. It's like the Broncos give up all this crap for Wilson in a fourth. <laughs> I just thought that was kind of <laughs> awesome. That was my favorite part of the trade.
2: That is so George Payton. Like last yeah. year they did their behind the Broncos series and they're doing it again this off season and in the draft, I, I think it was the Eagles he was talking to. And he was like, come on, man. It's just a fifth-round pick or something like that. Like, talking into it. And I just picture him, like, on the phone with the Seahawks. Like, okay, we'll do that. And how about we swap a fifth-round pick for a fourth-round pick? And they're like, what? Why? And he's like, come on, man. you got to give us a, a little something pick. back. Come on, yeah. guys. Come on. I know. And it's like, no, they don't. Like, <laughs> you're getting Russell Wilson. I love that, too. That's yeah. fantastic. It was
1: my favorite. It was my favorite. And you know what? We've applauded George Payton on this show. We haven't really ripped him too much, John. He hasn't given us much to rip him for, to be honest. And you brought up the Rams. I think it's a good. It's kind of a good comp in the in the sense that he's being aggressive, and he's going out and doing it. This is, I mean, it's easy to trade for Russell Wilson, I guess, but he did give up a lot, and he got it done. And it's just an aggressive kind of move, and I and I, and I like it, and I like it. It's good. It's a good look. Um, so there's that, and. Let's move on a little bit because another big storyline here this week, you know, actually before we learned about Russell Wilson was Vaughn Miller. Wasn't he? He was on a beach in L.A. tweeting that. Oh, man. Yeah. Maybe I'll come back to Denver or something. He was he was at least making that thing uh, be known. Right. He's a free agent. And maybe maybe he would come back to Denver and that got Broncos fans kind of, uh, you know, got them kind of excited. Until we until we learned about the Russell Wilson news a couple days later and then all hell broke loose. But Von Miller, what do you think about that situation?
2: Yeah, he went on his Instagram story and was like, should I wear 40 or 58? Like with a picture of him with the Broncos, like implying that he would come back. And then he posted <laughs> another picture with like a little thinking emoji. And like in the thinking caption, it was like, I wonder if they'll give me my old locker back. And everybody was like, okay, Von Miller is coming back. That's awesome. But just... One day before that, he posted on his Instagram story that he wanted to run it back with the Rams. It's like, okay, Vaughn, you're giving us some conflicting messages. And then just today, as we are recording, he spoke to Josina Anderson of USA Today, and he told her that he wants to talk to the Rams, and in the slim chance they can't get something done, he'll go from there. And then literally, Josina Anderson tweeted that conversation she had with Vaughn Miller. Not long after that, he posted on Instagram a picture of him and Russell Wilson, and the caption was something like, what's next? And I'm like, Vaughn, what in the world? Like, it goes back to like Aaron Rodgers. It's like, <laughs> are you just using us for leverage? Are you just like, Hey Rams, I'm gonna go back to Denver. You know, I love Denver and they got a real quarterback now. So you better pay me a lot of money because I love Denver. Uh, I don't know. Like I love Miller and I would love to bring him back. I would welcome him back. It would be like imagine if they got a second and a third round pick for Von Miller, then got Russell Wilson, and the picks helped them do that, even though they didn't trade those specific picks. It allowed Denver to trade their own picks. And then after all that, if they also brought back Miller, like, that would be, like, we already, everybody in Denver loves George Payton. If he did all that and then brought back Miller, too, like, it would be insane. Like, they would build a statue for him already. <laughs> like, we haven't even won a Super Bowl, and we'd already be ready to celebrate. But I I just can't gauge – I don't know how serious Miller is. I don't know if he's just kind of, like – uh Like when he was negotiating with the Broncos after they won the Super Bowl, he posted a picture on Instagram with him and some players and John Elway and he cropped John Elway out of the photo. But like you could still like barely see his Elway shoulder. And that was when (laughs) Elway was the Broncos really tough contract negotiator GM and like other people had posted that photo. So everybody knew that he intentionally cropped out Elway. (laughs) I'm just like, are you just back on your social media tactics I don't know like I love Vaughn but I'm like don't tease us Vaughn if you're not really seriously thinking about coming back or trying to come back don't lead us you know don't make us think it's going to happen and then just be like psych I'm signing a massive deal with the Rams
1: yeah you know with with Vaughn Miller I think it does come from an okay place I'm not gonna I'm not gonna speculate too much on Vaughn because I think I think he's happy in L.A., John. I think that's he just won a Super Bowl. It's I hard mean, to blame him, right? He's happy and he's in L.A. He's on the beach as he's tweeting these things, and uh, I think he's happy in L.A. But he loves Denver, so I think he can't help himself. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. I, I my gut feeling says he doesn't come back. Uh, but if there's a chance to bring Von Miller back, I mean you you got the cap space. You know, presumably. So like, why not? Why not bring Vaughn Miller back if you can? That'd be fun. Uh, But that kind of gets us into this next uh, this kind of next conversation in like what the Broncos need now going into free agency, because now we've changed things. The goalposts have moved. I I guess tight end is now a, a, you know, it's a position of need, John. Right. Uh, And, you know, maybe defensive line is a possession or edge is a position of need, given, you know, who who just left. So, what do you think now in, in terms of what the Broncos now need? What's their kind of revised uh, board look like heading into free agency here? And, you know, we're going to start hearing news of guys signing places on Monday. Um, yeah. So, so what's, what's the top positions of need now in your estimation for the Broncos?
2: Isn't it so nice, Ryan, that we're not talking about Mitch Trubisky yes. and we're not talking about Kenny Pickett's hand size? Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I'm just so glad that oh, quarterback is not a need. Like that that is so so nice like it's like a relief for me like covering the team like i don't have to you know cover like what in the world are they going to do at quarterback we don't have to go through a whole offseason of that so i won't sorry for belaboring the point when it's not an issue anymore i just wanted to say that's it's really nice that qb's filled but yeah like you're saying they have some other spots to me number one should be right tackle because i mentioned like the offensive line is fine but for years They've been trying to do short-term veteran right tackles. It just hasn't worked out. I would love if they drafted a long-term guy. Now they don't have a first-round pick, so they can't go for like another version of Garrett Bowles. So that's a little bit of a bummer. But you know, there might be some youngish free agents they could look at too, but right tackle is number one for me. And then an, an edge defender, like a Von Miller-type guy or Von Miller himself, I think they really got to get that. And like you said, defensive line with trading away Shelby Harris, he was a very good starter. So they need at least one new starter on the defensive line because Shelby Harris was an end. Mike Purcell was the nose. And Purcell's getting a little older, and he has a little bit of a high cap hit. So I don't know if Purcell, he might be in danger of being a cap casualty. And then Draymond Jones, he's the other defensive end that's set. So Jones is fine on one side, but Shelby Harris has got to replace Mike Purcell at the very least you gotta get him a good backup. So defensive line and then like you said, tight end. I I don't know how much of a priority tight end is like I don't mind if they go to Rob Gronkowski or like Zach Ertz and everybody like, Hey we're doing a Rams like we're going all in. Come on, come on, let's go to the Super Bowl. Like, I don't mind if they go big at tight end, but I just don't know if they need to or if they think they'll need to. Because, like I said, Wilson in recent years he hasn't really featured tight end. So maybe Alberto will be the primary guy, and they just sign like a veteran to be like a a complementary piece. Or maybe they uh, they probably will draft tight end just to have someone young in the room. But then also. Inside linebacker I have listed as a need for them, but if they re-sign any of Josie Jewell or Alexander Johnson or Kenny Young, instantly inside linebacker becomes much less of a need. So I don't think that has to be a huge priority because they have some in-house candidates. And then the other one that is kind of big, but again, not huge, the last one I have listed is cornerback. And just because like Pat Sertan, he's a lockdown guy, hopefully for the next decade. And then you got Ronald Darby. He's got two more years on his contract. I think Darby, it's fine. You're fine starting him, but he's not a long-term guy. I'd like to have another long-term guy across from Sertan that we could be like, okay, we got two solid corners for a long time. So for me, it's right tackle, outside linebacker, defensive line, tight end, inside linebacker, maybe, and then cornerback.
1: And You don't have quarter uh, quarterback listed as a position of need anymore, John. Can you believe that? You it's believe so that? so nice. I gotta wonder what Vic Fangio was thinking right now. You know, we know oh, he's I taking feel the a year off. bad for him. <laughs> Poor Vic. He's like, I could have coached this freaking team. He gave me two had Richwater. a
2: Russell Wilson. I know.
1: Poor Vic. Yeah, but yeah. And on the, well, Kenny Pickett man. I. That's another thing too. It's like, oh my gosh, like. If the Broncos end up with this kid with the little hands and the two gloves, <laughs> I'm gonna lose it. You know, I just can't I can't keep myself together with that, John. You know me. I just can't. So uh yeah, it's a it's a time, it's a time to celebrate, my man. It's a time to celebrate. So, you know, you got any other thoughts about this team now heading into uh, you know, free agency kicking off? Do you think the Broncos they still have some cap space, right? Twenty six yeah. million around? So, yep. and we gotta see what I mean will it will they extend Russell Wilson? I still think that that's possible but that could create even more you would imagine it, maybe that creates more cap space I don't know I don't know the math on that but what do you think do you think the Broncos are still super active here as free agency kicks off you think they're going to be in the mix for some of these yeah. bigger name guys
2: I wouldn't be surprised if they make a splash or two because like you said they have the space and now they're attractive again like when you had a Peyton Manning somebody like DeMarcus Ware and Aqib Talib and Emmanuel Sanders and TJ yeah. Ward like yep. guys like that were like oh, they got Paint Manning, I want to go there. And so now the Broncos suddenly, you know, they haven't made the playoffs for five, six years. And so, of course, like marquee guys don't want to go there. But now they're like, oh, they got Russell Wilson. Okay, they're contenders in the AFC. Okay, I want to go there. So I definitely think, like, there could be mutual interest between some big guys. And they're like, if there's a real good right tackle, if they're well, – I was going to say if there's a real good edge rusher but to me that's Von Miller. Like if you're going to go <laughs> sure. for Chandler Jones, like why not just re-sign Von Miller? If if they sign Chandler Jones and Miller like go somewhere that's not the Rams, that'll be very puzzling to me. But I do think that they they could be a little aggressive because they do have the money like you said. It it's exciting because the biggest need like the like I can sit back and relax a little bit now. Like, I'm still going to cover everything they do, and I'll still be eager to see what they do. But, like, it's just different when you've got a franchise quarterback in place. Like, so much stress and worry is, like, from a fan's perspective, is gone now. And, like, the biggest thing, like, the biggest feeling, I feel like, you mentioned it earlier, like, kind of Rodgers-related, but more so Wilson-related, is just relief. Like, I'm just relieved. Like, the biggest job, like, the biggest off-season task, like, George Payton's like the one, th- like all last year, we we're like, oh, well, they didn't get a quarterback. Who's going to be his quarterback? Like, it's done. And not just is it done. He's not just a good quarterback. He's a great quarterback. So, like, everything after this is kind of a bonus. And that's really nice. Like, they still have areas that got to be addressed, but they will address them. And Payton's done such a good job so far. Like, I have full confidence that whatever his plan is, it's going to be good. So, it's just an exciting time right now.
1: No doubt, man. It's going to be fun. And not to mention that the AFC is freaking loaded. And now you add Russell Wilson and the Broncos into that mix. Uh, just I mean, the I AFC West alone know, is jeez, Are you kidding me? Uh, you know, I, th- I think the Broncos are, are you know, if you want to put them second to Kansas City, I, I mean, that's fair. You know, you still got to beat that team. But Kansas City, Buffalo, is Denver number three? Is is Denver? Thir- is Denver or Cincinnati number three? I mean, that's what we're talking about with the Broncos now. You vault from, as you said, John, basically obscurity to the top of the conference with Kansas City and Buffalo and maybe Cincinnati. If you want to put Cincinnati at number three or, or number two, I uh, put De- uh, you know the Broncos right there in that next tier. Fine, but uh, you know there's a lot to shake out. But man, a tough conference but the Broncos are now right in the, they're in a lot better place than they were uh, yesterday Uh, when we woke up yesterday. So uh, it's going to be great. Can't wait to see how this uh, unfolds here throughout the rest of the off season. It's going to be a really fun season coming up. John, good to be back on the mic with you, man. Hey, keep up the good work on Broncos wire. Okay.
2: All right. Thank you. And as you're saying them being back in contention, typical gave them the fifth best odds to win the Super Bowl. Like when was the last time, like, you know, not just biased me, like, that's like a national perspective. Like people think the Broncos are legit again. And that's just really awesome. It, it, so I
1: was going to say, if there's a Broncos fan out there that bet the Broncos before this trade and the odds <laughs> moved, please tweet at us because that is just brilliant. If you, if you s- smelled this coming with Rogers or something, you said, I'm betting on them now. Uh, you probably got way better odds than they are now, you know? So, uh, th- so that was the time to bet, but uh, all right. Fifth best odds on typical. That's, That's good. That tells you you're right there. You're right there with the contenders, man. So uh, I'm all for it. For John, I'm Ryan O'Leary. Thanks for joining us this week. We're excited to talk more Broncos here coming up. We'll talk to you next time.